0: The following program is paid for by Mike Boyle. He's spent over 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. For over 30 years, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on News Talk 710 KNUS. The last Saturday of September, September 30th, some big stuff going on today. You know, see, you played a football game. There's the 150-year celebration, of course, out in Golden, but you need to eat, and you want to save some money. So today, 2120 South Broadway, just south of Evans. Joyce's famous pizza. Yeah, we do this about three or four times a year. She puts out a gigantic pizza. She loads it with one topping and she sells it for ten bucks between now and five o'clock. All you have to do is get in the door, all you have to do is phone in your order. You say, Well Mike, what if I phone in my order at four fifty nine and I don't get there to five fifteen? That's okay. You pick it up by 5, you call it in by 5, you get your order in by 5, and you... You know what? This pizza is so big, it retails for over 20 bucks. It retails for about $21, $22. You'll get it for $10, less than half price. You can dine in, pick up, get as many as you want, take out. Uh, give her a call at 303 777 4992 that's 3037774992. Uh something else we're going to do in this hour, we are going to talk about the 10 biggest restaurant openings of Denver. Uh, from Casa Bonita to Chicken and Waffles, these are Denver's 10 biggest restaurant openings of the summer. So you might want to get a piece of paper and pencil and maybe jot them down. Maybe plan to visit some of them. In the next hour, we're going to talk about an article I found. Talking with others in person boost mood more than texting, scrolling, or being alone, study says. You think? Yeah, maybe the shutdown proved that that ain't such a good idea, that we're social animals. So uh, I'm going to share that article with you. Um, Also, I'm going to put a smile on your face, um, something I did this week that I'm kicking myself for a little bit. But, uh, hey, self-deprecating humor is always a good thing. CU played the University of Spoiled Children, otherwise known as USC, Uh, This morning up in Boulder, and um, they got way behind, but they came back nicely. They did get beat. There are no moral victories in sports, but they lost 48 to 41. It was sold out. The atmosphere was absolutely electric. If you got a chance to watch the game, maybe you were there. Maybe you're stuck in traffic driving home. Swing by 2120 South Broadway to Joyce's famous pizza and pick up a pie or two or ten, 303-777-4992. But, uh, so they've won three, lost two, but I think they acquitted themselves very well from last week's uh, stomping at the hands of the Oregon Ducks. And you know what? Next week they go on the road to play Arizona State. I I, I don't know where I'm at. I'm still thinking six and six, seven and five but a lot better than last year's one win. Well, that sets the tone. Let's take a break and come back and get started here on The Restaurant Show. I used to come home late, not a minute too soon. Barking like a dog, howling at the moon. You'd be mad as I know it is. All right, 13 minutes after three, point, wasn't it a beautiful moon this week? Holy cow. Um, I was uh, exercising with a buddy, and he said, yeah, um, it's um, 14% larger. And I said, well, I think the moon is the same size all the time. Can it be 14% closer, and that's why it looks bigger? And he looked at me, and he said, yeah, I guess that's the case. Hey, we just did a spot for Rob and Carol Hoffman, the Hoffman Group, Keller Williams. They gave me, I've got a limited supply of magnetic magnets, uh, magnetic, (laughs) I guess that's redundant, magnetic schedules, the Broncos, It also has the Colorado Buffaloes, Air Force Falcons, and Colorado State Rams. Now, of course, I told you about the Buffaloes already. The uh, Colorado State Rams will take on Utah Tech up in Fort Collins at 5 o'clock this afternoon at that beautiful facility of theirs. And the Air Force Academy will take on San Diego State at 6 o'clock down in Colorado Springs if you're looking for something to do. If you're looking for something to eat, Joyce's Famous Pizza, yes, indeedy, right here, 2120 South Broadway, just south of Evans. Give her a call, 303-777-4992, 303-777-PIZZA, P-I-Z-Z-A. Order those $10 pizzas, get as many as you want, dine in or take out. All right, so getting back to the Hoffman Group. If you would like one of these nice magnetic schedules, on the back is Monday Night Football. Um just send me an email, Mike at MikeBoyle dot com. You know, when we have winners of gift certificates, I always mail them. Uh, I've done this for the 32 years I've been on the air in Denver, 28 years I've been on the air in Colorado Springs because, you know, I just don't think it's reasonable to ask you to drive to our station at two twenty-five in Parker and... Uh, Pick up a $25 gift certificate. So I'll do the same thing with the uh, magnetic football schedules. Just send me an email, Mike at mikeboyle.com, and yep, I'll put it in an envelope and um, I'll put a stamp on it. I'll incur all. I'll do all the work. I'll call incur all the expense. So, Mike at mikeboyle.com. All right, I told you that I would put a smile on your face. We all know somebody who has done what I'm about to say. Or we have done it ourselves. When I was on television in Colorado Springs, 17 years, I worked with a morning host and you know, her day would start at 3, 3.30 in the morning. So about every six months or so, she'd be a little tired. She'd go out and get in the car and start to back it out but forget to open the garage door. I see you nodding. I know that some of you have done it. Well, she did it so often that it really made me very aware of it very careful. Well, this week, last Monday, I put Bailey the Mexican street dog in the car and slammed the door, got in the car, looked in the rearview mirror, the garage door is up, I'm ready to go, I put it in gear and backed right into the garage door. Why? Why? because you know that red emergency cord that hangs down from your garage door opener? I had slammed it in the car door. And so consequently, matter of fact, they just got painted just about an hour and a half ago. And I have a three car garage, obviously a single side, obviously a double side. Well, you want the garage doors to match, So I have brand new garage doors. And the painter came over today, matched it to the color of the house. They look absolutely beautiful. But I asked the garage door guy. I said, boy, I really feel stupid. And he said, don't. I said, does this happen to others? He said, oh, yeah. How often do you get a call? You know, maybe... You need new springs. And maybe you need new remotes. And maybe you need a new wall unit. But how often do you get calls from people that back into their garage door and ruin it? He said, every single day. And often twice a day. So if you've done it, which I now have, I guess we can't feel completely stupid if it's happening on that type of... And think of how many garage door repair companies there are up and down the front range in Denver Metro. But I'll tell you this, I didn't write right in that check, that's for sure. But at any rate, if you need a good garage door repair company, send me an email at mike at mikeboyle.com and I will get that to you. All right, you know what's going on today besides Joyce's famous pizza up until five o'clock, twenty-one twenty South Broadway? Large, one topping pizza. And you know what she says large? We probably ought to call it gigantic. A twenty-one twenty-two dollar pizza for ten bucks. I realize it's a beautiful fall day. Maybe you went to the CU game. Maybe you're heading to CSU. Maybe the Air Force game. Maybe you're going to the 150-year celebration out in Golden. So you say, Mike, I just can't get close to Joyce. But if you can, it's a great meal and a great deal and going to save you a whole bunch of money. Let me tell you what's going on in Golden when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. probably should be. Um, maybe you're done with schooling, uh, but you're not done learning. That's why you tune into the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard. If you do want to give me a call, 303-696-1971. If you would like to call Joyce's Famous Pizza and order a great meal deal today, you give her a call at 303-777-4992. 303 pizza That would be P-I-Z-Z-A as they say, operators are standing by. Maggie May, the morning sun, when it's in your face, really shows your age. But that don't bother me none. In my eyes, you're everything. 303-696-1971. All right, so you know what's going on in Golden today up until 6 o'clock tonight? The 150th anniversary celebration, started in 1873 of the Coors Brewing Company. 150 years ago, a once penniless German immigrant named Adolf Coors brewed his first beer in golden with Rocky Mountain Spring water. The birth of Coors in 1873 launched a global beer empire, transformed the brewing industry, and created a Colorado mystique that defines the state to this day. The brewery in the foothills west of Denver, the second biggest in the world and largest in the U.S., producing 10 million barrels a year, is facing an existential crisis as beer sales decline and a new generation of drinkers moves towards alternative and healthier beverages. Actually, beer sales are doing just fine. The big three, Budweiser, Miller, Coors, they have trouble maintaining the status quo, but what they do is they come out. You know what? Blue Moon is the largest craft beer in the country by far. And I know you say they're made by Coors, but that still doesn't mean that it's not a craft beer. So these houses buy craft beers to get that next generation of beer drinker. Peter Coors, the family's fifth generation, to work at the brewery, and that's not Pete Coors, that's Peter, his son. As I look at the next 150 years, it's about getting back into a position where we are leading the industry. Coors' legacy is notable for surviving prohibition by making near beer and malted milk, most of which went to candy manufacturers. Other major brewers in the state never reemerged they've always been progressive they've always been and when i say progressive i don't mean in a political sense i mean forward thinking in 1959 did you know this the company invented the aluminum beer can and became an environmental leader by promoting recycling coors became the epitome of the western lifestyle Captured in marketing with cowboys and mountains alongside slogans, slogans like Taste the High Country, a campaign that is being revived today. Peter Coors is leading a project to open a new plant in the brewery shadow, out in Golden, that will cost the company hundreds of millions of dollars. Construction started in October 2020, and the plant is expected to be operational by summer 2024, that would be next summer. New technologies are expected to cut production time from three weeks to two and a half weeks and save 80 million gallons of water a year. So today, they are throwing a 150-year celebration, anniversary celebration up until 6 o'clock in downtown Golden. And I've talked to a couple friends of mine. I sent Pete Coors, a congratulatory note. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to try to, you know, Pete and I have done a lot of things together and I've known him well for years. I'm going to see if uh, maybe I can get him on to do a, you know, maybe just a, maybe even an hour. It's the history of Colorado, 1870. We weren't even a state when Coors started brewing beer. And maybe just take you through a little bit of the history and some of the things that they have done, not only for the city of Golden, but for the state of Colorado. So it's out, going on until 6 o'clock. I understand they have bands in the park, they have bands along Washington Street. Washington Street is shut down. It is homecoming for the Colorado School of Mines. Uh, football team tonight so things are going to be a little hectic out there it's going to get a little crowded but if you're looking for some place to go uh, it might be a fun time here's a couple of things I wanted to share with you about Coors <coughs> Coors employees could drink during their shifts you think they had any trouble finding people that wanted to work <laughs> until the mid 80s when workplace safety norms shifted and all the fun went out of, oh, wait, no, that, when the workplace safety norm shifted. You know what? Back when there weren't so many laws, back when there weren't so many judgmental people, back when there wasn't so many people just who couldn't run their own lives, trying to run other people's lives, employees can still get Coors Light in the lunchroom after their shift ends, limit two per day. Coors no longer uses Rocky Mountain Spring water for its beers. The brewery sits on a giant aquifer and pulls most of its water for brewing from underground wells rather than springs closer to the surface. What else do we have here? Okay, here's a couple of things that you might find a little bit more interesting about it. I'll get off of this. About 70% of Coors beer made in Golden goes into cans. Up from 60%, 70 to 60 a few years ago. Bottles account for less than 25%, and kegs now are down to a below 10%. Coors, I guarantee you that a bunch of you are going to go out and try it, and I know I'm going to try it the next time I pick up a can of Coors Light. Coors Light cans sink to the bottom of a cooler and you know why that's a good thing that's where it's colder while others float because they are slimmer and have less air space at the top, I'll bet you some of you are going to try it probably right this afternoon Coors Beautiful Old World Copper Brew Kettles, the star of any tour, the Golden Brewery Tour but you know what, if you've never toured the Coors Brewing Company and I don't care whether you're a drinker or not And when the tour is over, you don't have to have a sample if you don't want. But it really is interesting, and I would suggest you take it. I don't know exactly what the schedule is out there, but I know that they still have them. The old world copper brew kettles are actually made with stainless steel. Copper is a softer metal, and the original material eroded. So now what they do is they put the copper coating on, and that's for the aesthetics. 15% of beer produced at the Golden Brewery is sent by train around the country up from 10%. We probably all thought it was truck, right? And you know why? A train car can hold three times what a truck can carry. So that makes sense, doesn't it? At midnight on the day Prohibition ended in 1933, Coors had a train loaded with full-strength beer ready to roll to California the second it was legal. Coors Banquet's famous stubby bottle was introduced. You know what? I thought it was new. I, thought, I, I knew that they had it, and then I thought they brought it back. Famous stubby bottle was introduced in 1936 as a way to save on shipping costs and pack more beer into trucks. Also, the long-neck bottles were prone to break during travel. Initially, beer drinkers rejected them, thinking they were getting less beer than the traditional bottles. Even if you went to public school, I'm sure you understand that if you have 12 ounces in a stubby bottle and 12 ounces in a long neck, you are still getting the same amount of beer. Just thought I would... Touch on that ever so slightly. True to Coors' legacy of environmental thinking, 99% of the brewery's waste, 99% of the brewery's waste is recycled. The glass goes to its recycler in Wheat Ridge, while aluminum goes to the manufacturer Alcoa. The grain used in brewing is sent to local ranches as cattle feed. I love that company, and I love the family. They're absolutely wonderful, wonderful people. We're blessed to have them, and I hope that they're around for at least another 150 years. I probably won't be, but I'm going to drink it right up until the very end. All right, let's do this. Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, 303-777-4992. The large, gigantic, jumbo, whatever you want to call a pizza, a 20 plus dollar value. For only 10 bucks, get as many as you want. Dine in, take out 303 777 4992. When we come back, let's talk to Denver's 10 biggest restaurant openings of the summer on The Restaurant Show. Back to the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. It is Saturday, September thirtieth. Broadcasting live today from Joyce's Famous Pizza, twenty one twenty South Broadway, just south of Evans. You know, about three, four, five times a year, we come and we visit Joyce Schaefer. She's an absolutely wonderful lady. She runs this place with about two people, but they put out great pizzas. They've got other stuff as well. Today, up until five o'clock, you can get the large twenty two dollar pizza. From for only 10 bucks. That's less than half price. One topping. Give them a call 303-777-4992. That's 303-777-4992 or 303-77-PIZZA. For those of you that went to public school, let me spell out pizza for you, that is P I Z Z A, 30377, P I Z Z A. Special will go. All you gotta do is get your order in by five. If you call it $459.50, they'll take your order, and they will have your pizza ready for you. Get as many as you want at that price, but I'd love to see you. I'm down here. I'd love to have you come by. i got Bailey the Mexican street dog with me, so come on by and enjoy this special Say Hello. And by the way, you know what I'm also doing? I've got a couple of gift cards for restaurants, sandwich shops and so forth. And uh, if you're listening to the show and you ask me about it, I just might give you a coupon to Dickie's or I might give you a coupon to Jersey Mike's. All right. So I found an article that I wanted to share with you from Casa Bonita. To chicken and waffles. These are Denver's 10 biggest restaurant openings of the summer. Mike, summer's over. I know, but I didn't get to the article. I think that it still applies. Detroit-style pizza reinterpreted Vietnamese dishes, sopapillas. It's been a delicious season for new restaurants. It has been a big summer for restaurant openings across the metro area, despite the difficulties of running a restaurant in the post-pandemic era. Casa Bonita made the biggest splash. It's the only one with actual divers, after all. Get it? Splash divers. Yeah, you follow. But there were plenty of other notable names that polished silverware and placed menus on tables for the very first time. Here's a list of some of the biggest, from an out-of-state bagel chain that has people lining up down the block on Tennyson Street to a hyper-local, modern, fine-dining spot downtown. Ooh, okay, so let's go through these. Call Your Mother Deli. The Washington, D.C. area bagel chain, Call Your Mother landed at 3880 Tennyson Street. I love that Tennyson district up there. I think it's really nice. They've got some fun places up there in May. Serving a wide and wild variety of classic bagel sandwiches and other treats of Jewish cuisine. Fans haven't been able to get enough maple bagels, since and line up on a daily basis all right number two for number one is call your mother deli these are not order not any particular order but um, it bounces around a little bit casa bonita folks i've got some news for you have you heard that casa bonita reopened I'm shocked if you haven't heard it, but I got some other news for you. We built a new airport 20 years ago, and we pulled out of Vietnam. But but uh, Casa Bonita is now open. You may have heard a little bit about this. It opened up in May. It's still only serving lucky winners who are selected from a pool of restaurants, newsletter subscribers. But the Pink Palace will continue adding hours and expanding throughout the rest of the year. My attitude, for those of you listening, if you own the Casa Bonita or if you work there or have any management input just open the damn doors you know what we've been waiting for this just stop it just get it open take care of the people that want to come people already that wanted to bring their families from their area whether locally or Wyoming or Kansas or wherever have already missed out on that so just get it open Take advantage of the popularity that you have generated. Number three, the Cherry Cricket. I've talked about this. I told you I went. The Cherry Cricket, the iconic decades-old burger joint, opened its third location in July on West Littleton Boulevard in Littleton and has been packing in customers since. It's a great restaurant. Not only do they have the burgers, they do a great job with the burgers, but they also have... Wonderful. They've got uncovered patio, covered patios, open air dining. I mean, they've done a great, great job over there in Littleton. This is their third location. By the way, I read where the location in Cherry Creek, uh, they're going to put up an office building there, seven or eight stories office building. Supposedly, the Cherry Cricket's going to be uh, still on the ground floor. We will keep you posted on that. Fox and the Hen. When top chef alum Kerry Baird talks about toast, people listen. Baird and restaurateurs Juan Padlo and Michael Fox open this newest breakfast joint, Fox and the Hen, 2257 West 32nd Ave. That would make it up in the Highlands District. They serve the chef's famous fancy toast. All right, another one Kiki's Red Tacos. A brick-and-mortar location couldn't come soon enough for the growing numbers of local fans that swarmed the former food truck wherever it was. It finally happened in May when the taco shop opened at 1200 West 38th Avenue. Red Tops Rendezvous. Restaurants seem to come and go quickly in Denver's Jefferson Park neighborhood, but Detroit-style pizza lovers are hoping that Red Tops Rendezvous at 2917 West 25th Avenue sticks around. Part of the culinary creative restaurant group, Red Tops has been serving thick crust pizza since July. You know, I actually like Detroit-style pizza. I think, I think it's just kind of fun for something a little bit different. You know, you get that thick. We're not serving it today at Joyce's Famous Pizza. We've got the regular pizza, but it's only 10 bucks. You can dine in or take out here at Joyce's on up until five o'clock. Another place called the regular. The owners of this chef driven 44 seat restaurant modern fine dining at 1432 Market Street carefully planned out every little detail of their new spot. It opened up in July, the regular was inspired by a dinner series that they hosted in their home for a few years in Boulder. So 44 seats, you might want to call for a reservation. It's called The Regular. It's down on Market Street. Maybe if you're going to the DCPA or maybe going to an event at, I still call it the Pepsi Center, uh, a Nuggets game or an Avalanche game, something like that. That might be uh, something that you want to participate in. The Sapsua, two words, S-A-P, second word, S-U-A. Before it opened in June, Sapsua at 2550 East Colfax was named one of the most highly anticipated restaurants by Bon Appetit magazine. The menu features Vietnamese family recipes with a twist, such as charred cabbage with anchovy breadcrumbs and an egg yolk sauce. That made you kind of go, hmm, didn't it? Yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. The Sapsua. That is at 2550 East Colfax. All right. Then we've got Sonny's Mediterranean. Ooh, maybe we're gonna get a little Greek food. What's that gonna be? Let's see what that is. Oh no, it's Israeli. Sunday's at twenty six twenty two West Thirty Second Avenue. Boy, over there on thirty second Avenue and thirty eighth, boy, there's some really good stuff over there. Is a fast casual Mediterranean restaurant from a former chef at Sefta and the much loved Israeli eatery in the Source Hotel. Its straightforward menu is focused on falafel, rotisserie chicken, and pita sandwiches. Sunny's Mediterranean at 2622 West 32nd Avenue opened in June. All right, we got one more. Did I do 10 here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep, we're up to number 10. The Yardbird, Miami-based. Chicken and waffles chain, Yardbird. You know you want a good chicken and waffles plate? Go to any of the Urban Eggs. Urban Egg, a daytime eatery. They do a great chicken and waffle place. Anyway, Yardbird, Miami-based chicken and waffle chain, Yardbird, debuted its sprawling 14,950-square-foot restaurant. You think? Sprawling? 14,000 foot restaurant? At 2743 Blake Street, so 27th and Blake at the end of August. It's the eighth location for the company. It includes an additional patio that can seat another six. 100 people that's a whole lot of chicken so from casa Bonita to chicken and waffles these are denver's 10 biggest restaurant openings of the summer call your mother deli casa Bonita, cherry cricket fox and the hen kiki's red tacos red top rendezvous did i talk about red top rendezvous i think i might have skipped that the regular sapsua Sunny's Mediterranean and Yardbird. Red Tops Rendezvous. All right. No, that's in the Jefferson Park. I, I talked about that. It was very anticipated. I got to that one. All right, folks. So uh, there's some places for you to put on your list, some places for you to go and visit. But today, I would like to remind you that between now and 5 o'clock, I'm at Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway. Come on by. Get the $10 large one-topping pizza. That's a great, great deal. Get as many as you want. Call in your order, 303. 303- 777 303 303-777-4992 and it will be waiting for you and yes I am here I would love to see you and maybe I'll just give you a sandwich coupon to Dickie's Barbecue or to Jersey Mike's if that doesn't motivate you to come on by I don't know what would all the information if you're missing it writing down it's on my website at mikeboil.com alright let's do this let's go ahead and take a break and then keep it going here on the Mike Moore Restaurant Show.